Glory to Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today we commemorate the Sunday of the Fathers of the First Ecumenical Council. And you may be wondering why this would fall between Ascension and Pentecost. Well, if you're wondering that, let me try to answer that. Let me try to answer that. (laughs) I didn't kick the bucket. In the book of Acts, where we see the account as we have a transition in Luke and Acts, where we have the ascension of Christ into heaven, we have the need to replace Judas. And so the apostles come together and they have qualifications for the apostles. We need someone who has been with us from the beginning of the ministry who can attest and take the place that Judas had. So they draw lots and Matthias is chosen to fulfill apostolic ministry. Twelve, of course, as they constitute and will constitute the twelve new tribes of Israel. There's a reason why there's twelve. With this, the book of Acts opens up into the apostolic ministry, especially focused on Peter and Paul, as they go from Jerusalem to all ends of the world. This happens, of course, uh, following Pentecost. And as we wait, the church has decided in its wisdom to put before us uh, a commemoration of the fathers of the first ecumenical councils. Why a commemoration of the fathers of the first ecumenical council? Because the fathers of the first ecumenical council are inheritors of the apostolic ministry. They are descendants of the apostles. As we heard read just a few moments ago in the epistle, as Paul uh, is going through his apostolic ministry, he stops and he calls for the elders or the bishops of the church, and he tells them, uh, he gives them an exhortation. I would like to read this exhortation again, because there's a few points that I would like us to contemplate this morning. Take heed to yourselves, this is to the bishops of the church, take heed to yourselves and to all the flock, among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock. Also from among yourselves, men will rise up, speaking perverse things, to draw away the disciples after themselves. Therefore watch, and remember that for three years I did not cease to warn everyone night and day with tears. So now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. The Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church, the Orthodox Church, is governed by bishops, by synods. And this has been from the beginning of the church. We have in the book of Acts, and especially in Acts 15, the first synodal meeting where they make pronouncements, make judgments in agreement with the Holy Spirit. And as we sit between Ascension and Pentecost, these words that the fathers have chosen for us to hear can ring out uh, and sink into our hearts. It is um, 
a little bit scary in some senses when we hear that from the beginning of the church that there is going to be men who rise up and as Paul tells them from amongst the church and they will be as Paul describes them savage wolves who will come in and destroy the flock of Christ unfortunately these words of course Paul knew what he was talking about is true we have within and from within the church over time heresies that have arisen things men who speak as it says as Paul says perverse things and men who draw disciples after themselves we of course in commemorating the first ecumenical council remember those uh, who defended the doctrine of who Jesus Christ is that he's truly God and truly man against those who would draw away from his divinity or from his humanity brothers and sisters our bishops have been invested with apostolic ministry as shepherds they then uh, bestow upon uh, priests apostolic ministry of shepherds for the local parish and it is incumbent upon the bishops upon the priests to speak about wolves to speak about those who maybe i'll say this and i'm going to put square quotes around this because perverse things can come from the left or the right uh, but can speak perverse things that can twist the apostolic teachings about morality about basic teachings of the church about even who the holy spirit is who jesus christ is what our purpose as human beings are, etc. And as time goes on, these perverse things seem to get more perverse. You can then have even to the right, and I think this is a tendency a little bit to the right, I'm going to put square quotes here, of those who want to draw away disciples from themselves. Those, and again, I'm going to repeat, some of these tendencies can come, as Paul says, from within the church. So it might be somebody who has a cassock on, who even has a cross on, who might decide to stir things up, be wolves among the sheep, and to draw away disciples after themselves. I think there's something particularly pernicious and obvious in this. There's this desire to draw a small group of fanatics around a particular voice that stands out against the world and especially against the church telling the church how it needs to follow them losing sight of the shepherds and thinking that there's only one shepherd usually the one voice that has appointed itself as a prophet paul's words to us to watch as he gives to the shepherds to remember paul's exhortation to be prayerful about our shepherds, to be on guard for wolves. And I commend to you uh, this morning, as we remember, especially the commemoration of the Fathers of the First Ecumenical Council, that we remember to pray for our shepherds, to pray for our bishops, for our priests, all those in ordained orders, because there is a mighty weight upon them There is a weight and a responsibility to shepherd. And that can be, in some senses, 
exhausting <laughs> because you're going to get it from either direction. When you make a decision, there's going to be somebody who will be critical, especially for the bishops at a time when everything, uh, how shall I say this? Everything is on fire. That everything is all over the place. And when they decide to speak the truth about Jesus Christ and the church, that they are going to hear it from either ends, all ends. Let us be prayerful for our shepherds. Let us be attentive and studious of the Holy Scriptures, of the fathers, so that we can hear the voice of the shepherd. For this is the most important thing. This is why we have a synod. This is why we commemorate an ecumenical council. All of these are ministries and ways in which God has ordained for the church to defend and to articulate the truth of Jesus Christ. That's the bottom line. Our chief shepherd, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, has appointed shepherds for them to point us to him that we may exist within his flock safely, being fed by our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ through the truth of the scriptures, the tradition that carries him forward, that preserves his teachings and the teachings of the apostles and proclaims it loudly to the entire universe. We await the clothing from on high, the Holy Spirit that uh, has descended upon us in our chrismation that dwells within our hearts. And we look forward to this Pentecost where the fire and the wind will come and we will glory in our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ. Glory to Jesus Christ.